Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP, Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is May 2nd, 2021 and how are you doing? There's a lot of energy out there. So let's just jump right to the astrological recap and uh, go from there, shall we? Okay. So today was a pretty big day. There was some good stuff happening. <laughs> uh, Mercury trine Pluto retrograde. Mercury in Taurus. Pluto is in Capricorn. And there is potential for healing and epiphanies and healing epiphanies. I know I had one. Uh, I have experienced great leaps in healing when it comes to trines and Pluto. Particularly Venus trine Pluto and now Mercury trine Pluto. Because I had, I think I had a pretty big one. So I wouldn't be surprised if you had some kind of breakthrough yourself. Taurus is about self-worth, how we make money, using our talents and skills, our values and morals, that kind of thing. And uh, Capricorn is, of course, our work ethic, who we are in the world, our reputations, our career long-term goals so it is pretty big mercury our mind how we communicate what we take in put back out pluto retrograde is an inner experience of shadow side transformation issues related to power and control the phoenix rising from the ashes but I always think of it as healing I mean really healing our our wounds and stuff I mean Pluto's deep uh, death and rebirth too endings beginnings so uh, trines of course are very positive easy flowing harmonic and harmonic Venus was also sextile Neptune. Venus, love, harmony, social graces. Neptune, spirituality, healing karmic energetic cycles. And uh, they're both in the signs that they rule. Venus is in Taurus. Neptune, Pisces, and sextiles are aspects that encourage use of our skills and talents to further opportunity. So there's some great energy there, which is a good thing because we have a couple squares going on tomorrow. (laughs) They'll be exact. I'll get into that in just a sec. Quick recap. Let me just look over. Let's see. There was a... uh, a Mercury square Saturn, a full moon in Scorpio, 
That's right. I might be going too far back. <laughs> Let's just start with the full moon in Scorpio. All right. Oh, Pluto went retrograde. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Mercury sextile Neptune. Okay, all right. Uh, a quintile with Jupiter. The sun conjunct Uranus. Ooh, talk about epiphanies. Sun semi-sextile Chiron. Healing. Yep, yep, yep. All right, and then, uh, so here we are. So, starting with the 3rd, May 3rd, 2021. A couple squares are going to be exact. Squares can be stressful, can be frustrating. They ask for some sort of action on our parts. So, there's Mercury and Jupiter. Remember, Jupiter's the great luck, the good luck planet. <laughs> uh, the great benefic. So, even if there's a square going on, it's usually it's usually okay when Jupiter is in the mix. So that's a, a good thing. Mercury again, communication, our mind, what we're learning, and uh, that is in Taurus. Jupiter is in Aquarius. Taurus has been really emphasized a lot lately because there's that stellium in Taurus. Let me just jump on over and get a, an overarching look at the uh, the zodiac wheel. Yeah. So there is Uranus, the Sun, Venus, and Mercury all in Taurus. So Taurus is supercharged. And uh, again, that has to do with our values and how we make our money, use our talents, our self-worth. Okay. So what was I saying? <laughs> Let me get back to the other thing I was talking about. Uh, the squares. So there's Mercury square Jupiter, Sun square Saturn. Both Mercury and the Sun are in Taurus, and both Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius. Aquarius, innovation, new ways of thinking and being, humanitarianism, a kind of punk rock rebelliousness. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and take some sort of action when it comes to working hard, overcoming obstacles, uh, long-term goals, what you want to expand. Okay. Also in the third, a couple other smaller things. Then we have Mercury moving into Gemini. All right. Um, that is all happening tomorrow. Now, Mercury rules Gemini. So, it's happy there. And, again, that's all about um, our communities, how we communicate, how what we learn. 
how we incorporate what we learn and use it to communicate. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's strong there. <laughs> so if you want to further yourself when it comes to public speaking, if you want to learn something new, it, it's a good time for that. It is a good time for anything having to do with media, the internet, um, kind of like broadcasting yourself somehow or communicating, whether it's through the written word or or um, other. You know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. <laughs> As I sit here tongue-tied. All right. Maybe I should take a public speaking class myself. Uh, so I might go back to that later, but look it up, you know, Mercury moving into Gemini, Mercury and Gemini. If you feel so called, there is Google to learn more about these things. Now, the fourth, there are no exact aspects going on between uh, the planets, but there's always stuff going on with the moon. Let me take a look-see. The moon is in Aquarius and will be moving, will be uh, conjunct Jupiter and moving into Pisces later on that day. Let me just verify. Yep. So, um, do, do, um, so I also want to emphasize too that the that roof kind of trine I call it a roof trine because it kind of looks like the the roof of a house comprised of two sextiles uh, between there's Chiron sextile Saturn and Chiron sextile the North Node. And the North Node and Saturn are trine. That is still going on. So Chiron is healing. It's an Aries. So healing how to move forward. Healing our egos and uh, personal goals. And um, healing pain that holds us back from any of that, right? Uh, anger and rage. So... Saturn is in Aquarius, but Saturn is, again, uh, career, long-term goals, working hard, overcoming obstacles, who we are in the world. North Node is our life path as well. I don't know too much about the North Node, but it is in Gemini. And uh, again, here's another situation where I encourage looking it up to find out more about it but it it is about um, gaining support in moving forward in uh, the you know our specific life paths which is making good use of our natural talents and learned skills which we all have we all have certain uh, things that we are good at that we can use for positive benefit 
for our highest good and the highest good for all. Yay! Find out what they are. <laughs> all right. So going back to the weekly overlook. Going on to the fifth, we have Jupiter Quintel Uranus. Jupiter in Aquarius, Quintel Uranus and Taurus. We have on the sixth, we have Venus Trine Pluto Retrograde. Ooh. I feel like doing a horn. I was just talking about how there is great potential when it comes to trines and Pluto retrograde, particularly when it comes to Venus. And there you go. It is happening on the 6th. So be on the lookout for it. Wow. Yeah. What, what Healing what holds you back. Healing issues. Any kind of shadow side stuff. There's a lot of it having to do with fears. Insecurities. Manipulation. Intimacy issues. Uh, power. Control. I mean, there is so much to unpack there in any singular life. <laughs> Take your pick and heal it. Ask for help. Connect with God, universal energy. God being shorthand for good. Connect with your guides. Um, uh, guardian angels. Loved ones who have passed over. There is divine support. Absolutely. And remember, look for ways to be and stay calm and balanced. Dur -dur -dur. That is important to do every day. To de-stress, clear the mind, and uh, heal from not only past stuff, but daily real-time stresses. All right, we also have Mercury, Quintal, Neptune. Now remember, these quintiles point to inner places of genius within. So on the 6th, there's also Mercury, Quintal, Neptune. Neptune is, can be, spiritual connection. Can also have to do with healing addictions, which is Pluto stuff, come to think of it. Um, so yeah, replace unhealthy habits with healthier ones. Venus square Jupiter. I'm not too worried about that. Like I said, uh, Venus and Jupiter are pretty great energies. So that's cool. That is on the 8th. Okay, well, I skipped over the 7th. Let's just take a peek. There's no exact aspects happening between uh, the planets and Chiron. But let's see where the moon is the moon is in the sign of Aries and uh, I think later on on the 7th it will be conjunct Chiron it'll be close to Chiron so yeah it's giving it's sharing energy with uh, Chiron and Aries which strengthens that trine and there's a there's another trine forming between Venus oh there's the yeah, right. I could see the trine emphasized between Pluto retrograde and Venus. 
So I see a lot of positive energy emphasized. Yeah, there are the squares going on, but they don't kind of they don't jump out to my eyes as much as the good energy. So it's it's there to be had definitely. Now moving on to the eighth, yeah, there's that Venus square Jupiter. There is um, there is Venus also moving into Gemini. So let me just see something here real quick. The eighth is Saturday. All right. So it's interesting that we have that Venus trine Pluto retrograde. And then a couple days later, we have Venus square Jupiter. I remember squares ask for some sort of action. And Jupiter very much has to do with what we would like to expand into. So you might want to take some sort of action regarding a healing epiphany that you had. So Venus moves into Gemini, what we learn, how we communicate. Mm-hmm. And then on the 9th, I don't see anything exact happening again, but let's see an overarching look at like what's going on with the moon and stuff. So the moon is going to be moving from Aries to Taurus. And it is sextile Jupiter in Aquarius. So again, more emphasize, more uh, emphasizing of the good, supportive, positive energy flow that's there. All right. Okay. It's looking good. Looking good, peeps. Looking good. Focus on what? Healing. Continued healing. That is the that is the word for 2021. I think 2020 was all about change and transformation. And 2021 is all about healing from the change and transformation. All right. We could do it. I know you could do it. Keep on keeping on. All right. Moving to guidance cards now. I use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to bless and ground the cards in energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to uh, do some do some uh, conscious breathing or clear your mind, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. All right, back. What can listeners keep in mind when um, healing this next week? (laughs) 
uh, when it comes to that Venus trine Pluto retrograde specifically. Okay, a card fell out. Woo! High Priestess, inner voice. Oh my word. Talk about healing. Okay, this is one of the most healing cards in this deck. It features a full moon. It features two meditative faces. It features um, peace, tranquility, joy. There's a third eye position on the forehead that's emphasized. There's another moon as well, like a crescent moon. And then two moon shapes. So there's plenty of moon shapes in here. I think four in all. There is water. There are waves. There are crystals. There's plant imagery. There are two dolphins. Very healing. Um, healing karmic things specifically. Uh, oh, here's another crescent moon symbol too. So there are five crescent moon, what, four crescent moon symbols and a full moon. <laughs> there is shining, beautiful light, healing light and love. <laughs> it is awesome. Color, the also beautiful healing color. I'm a little overwhelmed actually looking at, the, I haven't looked at this card in a while and it is beautiful. Now, High Priestess is intuition, uh, connection with God, universal energy, source, spirit. It is um, mysterious too in its way. But what was my question? What to focus on when it comes to Venus trine Pluto retrograde? Inner voice. There you go. And the and the guidance that that the downloads that can be received uh, in terms of divine connection. Okay. So. Um, more ooh, I was gonna say more insight into what to focus on. We got a little chunk of cards here. Nine of Wands, exhaustion. There is the Page of Swords, Mind, and King of Wands, the Creator. Now, these first two cards are very similarly colored: browns, grays, um, very like dark and somber kind of hues. The first one features a wounded warrior. This guy is bandaged. He's got um, rags that he's wearing, including one tied around his head like he has a head injury. And he is inside this like giant robot, <laughs> it, like running the robot. But the robot even looks like it's breaking down. It's all broken down. And that can be very nine of wands is exhausting, overwhelming, very tiring, and it's a reminder to not give up. Um, the next card, similarly colored, features that kind of being that's composed of boards, but then there are all these gears in the head, and then coming out of the head are smokestacks, and there's dirty, like polluted air. And so it's not 
like a, a being. It's like a, also a robotic type of being. So both these cards are, are related in energy, color, um, wounding. Now, Page of Swords in the traditional tarot can be about researching, looking for new information, but it's kind of like observing, um, watching and learning. It is titled Mind. So be aware that you're clearing out your mind. Be aware what you were thinking of and how it's affecting you. Okay? These two are linked. I mean, exhaustion and mind. My goodness gracious. Now, the good news is that there is fire. There is passion. And it can be used in a very, very clear, helpful, compassionate passionate, healing, healthy way. It comes from the third solar plexus chakra. There's a meditating monk on this card and there's an orb of light that just surround and fills in. And this card is filled with warmth, vitality, creativity, the creator. Exactly. So what are we creating? Are we creating health and vitality and energy? and passion or are we creating polluted air agony you know um, continued exhaustion feeling like a robot that kind of stuff just be very very mindful and get the rest that's required to tune into this high priestess energy um, spend time in water. Spend time... Um, you know, sometimes I watch live YouTube feeds of ocean scenes. Aquariums, um, whales, manatees, that kind of thing. That could be helpful too. Or dolphins. Like, watch videos of, like, literal or documentaries of dolphins. Um... Go out and look at the moon. Spend time with crystals. Spend time in water. Meditate. <laughs> so any one of these things pictured here that I was talking about on the um, on the high priestess card. There's also remember there's like plant symbolism here too. So spend spend time in in a garden. What are, what seeds are you planting in your mind? Okay, Ooh, I was going to say anything more and a card just flipped before. <laughs> I mean, I hardly even shuffled and these cards flipped and guess what they are. There is the King of Cups, healing. There is the Ten of Cups, harmony. And I have to tell you, sitting on my lap here, um, the cards are sitting there and the one there's one on the top that totally danced over to the left it like moved so I want to see what it is I'm really curious Ooh, nine of swords sorrow all right so here we uh, I just got goosebumps so here we go again what to keep focusing on healing king of cups um, this card actually literally displays energy healing um, hands-on energetic healing so that could be massage reiki it 
I see the uh, chakras represented here. So it could be guided meditation. Um, but that is something to consider if necessary. Okay. There are professionals who work in the field. Look more into it. But healing and whatever, healing the mind and healing the solar plexus and the heart chakra. Very, very important. Healing our hearts. And then the third eye, the heart chakra and the third eye chakra is emphasized on the Ten of Cups card, Harmony. It features the meditating woman again. I don't know how many, there's lots of meditation here. Um, two dolphins, so we have two more dolphins. The only dolphins in the deck are all showing up here. So four dolphins, if you're keeping count. Um, but these two are featured jumping from the heart chakra in a shower of white healing light and love and uh, touching the third eye chakra on the forehead of this meditating healing figure. These cards are delicious, featuring colors in the blue and green hues. Um, and there's yellow and white on these cards. But it's very crisp and clean and watery. I mean, and yum, yum, yum. All right. Then the Nine of Swords, Sorrow. This features a monk who is um, grieving. I mean, like holding his head in grief and surrounded by gray smoke, right? The mists of the mind. But there is a a sliver of space, outer space, the night sky that you can see behind him. And that is always a reminder that, um, you know, God, universal energy is there. And so nine of swords can be about our fears, our anxieties. Absolutely. That is stuff to heal that holds us back. Many times it is um, much larger in our own minds than it needs to be. Um, that is something that we really need to come to terms with. Things are not, are oftentimes not as bad as our minds make them to be. All right. There is grief. There is anxiety. There are hardships. Absolutely. But they're there to, to learn from, to heal and they're there to uh, inform us on our paths as we move forward, living our best life. That is also to be recognized. Wow. Okay, so again, started out with inner voice, the high priestess, or right, what to focus on in terms of healing this next week. Then we have two tough cards, exhaustion and mind, and the card that helps with it. Okay, the creator, king of wands, really, really kind of key into what brings you excitement, um, how you want to create. We are all creative beings and we all have talents and gifts in our own way too. So whether it's dancing, uh, some kind of art, painting, um, singing, uh, what else is there? Gardening, cooking creating, building something, um, whatever it is, whatever you feel excited about, find a new hobby, you know, um, and that can help 
that can help with mental exhaustion. So yeah, so there's that, okay? And then there are, what I like about this next batch of three cards, there are two positive ones and one tough one. (laughs) The first batch is two tough ones and a positive one. So we have healing and harmony and sorrow. But this is very much about, uh, again, you know, meditation. And um, there's clearing out karmic energetic cycles as pictured by the, the dolphins as well. So these, these are very exciting, very exciting cards. Any final cards for peeps? No? Bottom of the deck, two of wands possibilities the eagle soaring the sun in the background Um, we are climbing our personal mountains we are absolutely doing it getting to the top two of wands is very empowered it's choice it is um, looking out at the world knowing that you have some good choices there for yourself and uh, yeah so, I mean, it's good stuff, peeps. This is all good stuff. All right. Um, I'm going to wrap up for today, but stay tuned for more. And again, this is my new weekly version of the podcast that I call The Light. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay, yeah, like I said, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, and as always... I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.